Greetings and welcome to the 64th episode of the God Engine Cast, a podcast dedicated to discussing the Adeptus Titanicus war game produced by Games Workshop. In this special episode, I am going to talk about, well, what have I been doing for the last four months? It was Christmas last time I spoke to you, uh, Christmas Eve if I remember correctly. Well, today it's Easter Saturday, and uh, yeah, this is the next podcast. It's been a bit, so let's talk for a minute or two. Before we go any further, I just want to put out a massive thank you to the community who's been supporting me through the last four months. I've had numerous comments and emails uh, with people talking to me about all sorts of things. It's just been great to be approachable and have people wanting to approach me. Um, thank you to the patrons who've stuck with me and, yeah, everything else. It's just really, it's really great to know that people appreciate the content I put out over the last couple of years. And I can only apologize in a way, for the lack of content in the last couple of months. To be honest, we've been in a bit of an odd time with Titanicus as a whole. Um, so let's just sort of do a bit of an update. I'm going to take this in two directions. Uh, first, let's just talk about Titanicus news. To be honest, there hasn't been a huge amount. Since Christmas, we've had one piece of information from Games Workshop, really, and that's the preview of the Direwolf. Isn't an interesting titan? I'm lukewarm about the designs i'm even less l enthusiastic about building a resin titan if it's entirely resin yeah um which it looks like it's going to be it's going to be an expensive kit it's going to be a bit of a pain to put together i'm not going to have the level of customization that i want out of it yeah really doesn't actually excite me um which is a problem Usually a new Titan comes along and I'm like, yeah, I can't wait to get into it. I want to do piles of podcasts about it. Look at the Warmaster podcast from last year. And this Direwolf just doesn't get me up and running like it should. Hmm. I don't know. I think it's going to be really good in the game. Um, there's a lot of ways they could take the rules. The rules they've presented so far look really interesting. But with it being a Forge World only item, I think it's going to be fairly rare to see, at least on the tables I'm playing on. So it feels like something I'm something that's not going to add to my game. That's a shame, really. And other than that, stuff at Titanicus has been really quiet. In a way, when you actually look past the rules and releases, there's been a fair bit of really good Titan stuff out there. I'm not sure how many of people listening to this are subscribed to Warhammer Plus. But there were some really good Titan scenes in one of the episodes of the Exodite. I believe it was Exodite 2. Some fantastically animated Titans that really had me pulling out my Titans to see how they looked comparative to the 3D renders and seeing them move around and fight. Even if it was 41st Millennium fighting the Tau. Just was really great to see. And of course, that all then stepped it up a step further with the announcement of the new Horus Heresy game, and that intro trailer with Horus talking about everything and seeing the Titans walking with the Space Marines and all that. Oh, really, really good. In fact, the new Horus Heresy looks amazingly good. And it's going to be an interesting day when that box set's released. But I think, also, that's why we haven't been seeing much for the Heresy in total. I'm still expecting a new edition of Titanicus this year. I sort of mentioned this back at Christmas, I think, but if we really are getting this new release of Heresy, and we've a good idea of what we're getting now, 
thanks to a variety of leaks and the like. I sort of expect that to all come out early summer, usual time for their big box games. And once that's all said and done, I think a couple of months later, about the same time that the new edition of Warcry was released for Titanica, uh, for 40k or the new version of Kill Team, we will see a new version of Titanicus. It will be the other game in the Horus Heresy. Or at least that's what I'm feeling. Um, and I think it would be good to see that coming out. Maybe. There's always a chance that alternate game will be a Zone Mortalis game and Titanicus will be something else. Either way, I suspect our spot in the release schedule and or our spot, Titanicus' spot in the release schedule, is being filled currently by the Horus Heresy. And that's sort of where the focus is. Um, which makes sense. It is the same setting, and they really want to hype up the Horus Heresy, get people ready to buy that really big box set. But yeah. So, a bit of an interesting time on Games Workshop. Radio silence in many ways, but also not. A lot of things happening, just not really gelling together to be like, hey, that's AC con oh, 80s content right there. Now, as for myself, it's been really odd this year. 2020 has been a pretty fun year for me so far. Uh, really enjoying teaching. Obviously, that's the biggest change in my life, full stop, compared to last year. I've had to be doing all my testing and everything to prove that I my UK qualifications carry over into the States. It's going okay. Uh, at the time of recording this podcast, I've just got results back from my first exam, which was my English and grammar and all that. I passed it, flying colours, great. Don't have to reset that. That was a huge worry on me, and to be honest, that took out most of my March. I foolishly decided to do the test on my birthday, which was an idea when I had it. I was like, I'll just take the day and I'll just have a whole day of not having to be at school. But yeah, then the exam came, and ooh, four hours in an exam hall wasn't fun. And then I, last week I did my other subject matter expert test, and that's okay, but got about a month to wait, so yeah. Um, but that's kind of why I'm having time now to start recording podcasts again. I don't have things to revise for, and the amount of work I'm doing has decreased because of that. So yeah, light is in sight for me putting out more content. But am I going to, though? That's the big question. And I actually do mean that. I started this podcast, The God Engine Cast, because I was absolutely enraptured with Titanicus. I was playing it every chance I got. The plan was 2020 was going to be the year I only played Titanicus. I mean, the world had other plans in the end, and I didn't play much of anything. But actually, the only games I did play were Titanicus. And I talked about Titanicus a lot. For a period of time, I was putting out several podcasts a week. I went through all the books. I knew all the rules by heart. And I'm now, two years later, moving to three, not playing Titanicus as much. I played a Titanicus twice this year so far. Two really great games. Played uh, my friend Brent up in Tulsa. Many folk who hang out on the Maximal Fire Discord will know him as Mekashiva, really top-class bloke, an absolutely beautiful Astorum list, and we played my Legio Vulcanum versus his Loyalists. I brought my Warmaster out, and we had an absolutely fantastic game that was really clever and well-thought-out. Beautiful game, absolutely had a blast. Didn't have, I mean, it helped that I won, but... Also, was just a great game. Could have gone either way for a lot of the game. I also played a game with uh, one of my friends up in Oklahoma. 
Now, Dakota, who's just starting to get into Titanicus, and he's got a really nice-looking uh, Legion Mortis list. We played a couple of games teaching him the basics, and we had a blast. Really want to get up there and play some more with him. And I've had, like, a couple of plans to go up. Uh, I was going to go up in February, and we got snowed out. And then I was going to go up in March, and uh, we got snowed out. And then I was going to go up this weekend to see my other buddy AJ to play some Titanicus. And um, stuff happened. So I ended up staying here to record the podcast instead, which was nice, I suppose. I'm glad to have a weekend off where I'm not traveling. Um, but whenever I've been up to Oklahoma City recently, went up in March to have an AT event day, and we planned the whole weekend to have an AT event day after we moved it from that first snow day. And no one showed up to play. And that's a sign of where we're at. I used to have a really solid play group in Oklahoma City. There was about five of us who played regularly. And we've all sort of moved on with our lives. Back in the day when we all got into it in 2019-2020, we all lived in the local area. I mean, I lived on a rig just outside the city, but I was local. I was at the store a couple of times a week. And we played a really fun campaign. But one of the guys is now at culinary school and off to become a chef, which means no more free time. Great job, but yeah... Another one's moved up to Wichita, or in the process of moving to Wichita. AJ's become really unavailable. He's got a brand new job. So finding the weekend that works for him, like one weekend a month. And I'm not even sure what's whether the other guy's still playing any Games Workshop products. And that leaves me two and a half hours away who can kind of plan to get up there occasionally to play with the other people who were occasionally interested. But yeah, so the group's dissolved and there's no sort of regular gaming club playing it to keep interest focused and with the loss of the iron halo this year we've not had an event to say oh we're working towards that we're gonna have our big gt hmm. but it's in a weird place where just there isn't the passion to play the game i mean i know i've got friends out there who want to play i've got some friends over in arkansas who will play theoretically i've got buddies down in dallas and buddies up in tulsa and some folk in oklahoma city who i can get games with it's just trying to line those schedules up, and I don't think anyone's really woohoo excited about it. I know my folk I play with regularly in Arkansas, we all met playing Titanicus, but I drive out there once a month now, and most of the time we're playing 40k, because it's the game we've all, one of us is really interested in, or we're playing Battletech, um, which I'm going to come back to. I've been playing a lot of Alpha Strike. It's a very interesting game, very close to Titanicus, and there's some stuff I want to talk about on this podcast as ways perhaps we can look to altering the play of Titanicus. But anyway, that comes in a bit. So yeah, that's where I am. I'm not really playing much Titanicus, which means I'm feeling less and less comfortable sitting on a podcast talking about it. I've yet to use any of the rules from the Traitor book. I use a few in my game against Brent. But yeah, it's all a little theoretical for me, which is a shame. I really enjoy doing this podcast, but every time I sit down to record, I'm like, just feels like I'm a man with a microphone, which was always the case, but like I'm not even thinking about the game enough to feel like I'm any kind of opinion that's worth listening to. So once we get to the summer, and I'm back from a thing I'm about to talk about, I'm going to see where I am. I've got some stuff I really want to do. I want to do a good book review of The Appearance of Titans. There's quite a few books out there that I really want to dig through. Titanicus is now out, as is Mortis, that I've been meaning to talk about, the great Siege of Terror book. 
There's also some fun Titan stuff that occurs in Warhawk. And I think I just need to talk about that and talk about how we can recreate those battles in Titanicus. So there's definitely some more content I can put out. But after that, I need to think what I'm going to do with this show. If I'm not playing and I'm not running events, hmm, I need a new focus. That's going to be something I have to try and find. But then again, in a few weeks, I may suddenly find a new round of inspiration for Titanicus. You see, I think in many ways the U US scene for the game isn't great. It's not really infiltrated our gaming clubs that well. I think it was just picking up speed as COVID hit. And really, COVID's done a number on us. I think a lot of us didn't get armies painted through COVID, and we got distracted by 40k 9th edition and the other games. But I'm about to do something that hopefully means I'll be around a bunch of people who are incredibly enthused about Titanicus, and hopefully will restock my enthusiasm levels. Let's just talk about that in a moment after I take a quick sip of tea or something. Suppose some of you are asking, what's my big plan? Well, a few of you will probably already know if you've been keeping up with my Facebook page and things. In a few weeks, uh, once the school year is over here in Oklahoma, I am be taking the first three weeks of my summer holiday to fly to England and spend some time back home. I'm going to be trying to be home for about three weeks most summers while I'm teaching. Um, try to time this one with the Jubilee weekend so I can maximize the amount of days off my friends and family have. In fact, I'm going to spend most of the Jubilee weekend with my good school friends who I haven't seen in like seven years, uh, just trying to catch up. Uh, several of them are getting married since I've last seen them with some people I've never met. So yeah, I've got some, a lot of conversations to have and friendships to renew. But while I'm over there, and just basically as soon as I get there to with the UK, um, the Goonhammer GT will be happening, and I was able to secure one of the tickets to go and play in the Titanicus event. So in my bag, I'm flying to the UK with, will be some of my Titanicus collection. Now, due to the tickets I'm flying with, it's probably not going to be a huge amount of my collection, but it's going to be a few things. I'm going to show up and play their two-day narrative event, which is going to be amazing. It's going to be an event I'm going to that I'm not going to be running, and I'm going to be playing around people who are hopefully going to be really enthusiastic for the game. Um, from what I've seen is that the UK Titanicus scene is just a lot more dynamic than the scene down here in the southern United States. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm sure it's going to be an incredible event. But once that event's over, I'm going to try and travel around a bit. So if you're listening to this podcast now in April 2022, and you're like, hey, I'd really like to get a game in with you, just message me. I'm planning to travel a bit for the first two weeks I'm in the States. I've got, like I say, got a few things I'm already planning on doing. I've got a trip to Nottingham to actually go to the Warhammer World planned. I've got a trip down to the Bath area I'm probably going to be trying to do. The last couple of days I'm over there, probably the last week, I'm going to get a little less all over the place trying to travel, just as I try and start mitigating COVID risks so I can get back out the country again. But really, for the first two weeks I'm there, I'm willing to travel. And if you can be, or if you are anywhere near Stafford, Staffordshire in the West Midlands, please let me know. And I will happily try and meet up and roll some dice and play some Titanicus. Um, I've got quite a few irons in the fire, as it were, for trying to get some games in. And yeah, 
it's going to be really good fun. Though, on that note, if any of you are going to the Goonhammer event in Nottingham, I would really be interested in splitting a room with someone and maybe even finding someone who could give me a lift there. I don't have a car in the United States, in the UK. Um, my car's going to be in the United States. It doesn't fit in my bag. So I'm going to be in my hometown of Stafford, Staffordshire. I've got some ways I'm planning on getting over there. I've got a friend who's going in just about the general direction that morning and probably coming back near the end of the event. So I should be able to scavenge some form of a list. But knowing someone who's going direct to the event and back from the event, who's passing, you know, fairly close to my hometown, would be really nice and save us a lot, or save me, a, save me and my friends a lot of a headache of trying to get me over there. Um, trains apparently aren't what they used to be, so yeah, it is what it is. And yeah, and even if you can't do that, if you're just willing to split a hotel room with me, I'd be kind of kind of interested to talk to you about it. I haven't really started pricing where I'm staying for the night of the event. It's something I've got to do here in a day or two. And if anyone out there is already planning that sort of stuff, I'm more than happy to split rooms and the like, make it a little bit more economical in this challenging year for everyone, I suppose. Um, yeah, I'm still spending a lot of money to get over there, and I'm happy to buy a room for myself. But yeah, you know, money saved, all that jazz. I'm going to be Nottingham, so there'll be money to spend. Okay, so that's that. Um, I suppose I should actually talk about the event itself, because I'm actually really interested in the setup of it, and I'll give you guys some insight on what I'm thinking of taking. The event itself is called the Reclamation of Archeon 4. It is a narrative weekend with 24 players being split between 12 loyalists and 12 traitor battle groups. I'm going to be one of the traitorous forces trying to, I presume, keep the world for the Warmaster. It's going to be a five-game event with some really interesting levels of these games. So game one will be a 1,500-point game. Game two, 2,000. Then game three is a 1,250 doubles game. And then day two will have a 2,000-point game and then a mega 2,500-point game or another 1,250 double. Really fun. A lot of really interesting army lists. Uh, they want you to bring different lists for each game, or you can. Um, yeah, good amount of flexibility, really looking to drive some flavor rather than a high comp event. Now, if this was going on in my own country where I could drive to the event, I'd probably be taking my full Legio Vulcan and Battle Group, complete with all my ludicrously converted Titans and my Warmaster. And that was my initial plan when I brought the ticket. And then I made a mistake. You see, I fell victim to a bit of a scam while booking my plane ticket. And I, although I thought I was buying my ticket through a legitimate booking agency, turns out it really wasn't. Uh, thankfully, my ticket exists, and I am going to be able to get to the UK and back. Knock on wood. Um... But I'm not able to get the luggage I wanted. Um, I've only got a small carry-on bag to travel with me, which isn't too bad. Uh, I'm not really taking much to the UK. Just two a couple of changes of clothes and a book or two. I'm not taking my laptop or anything. So I'm easily going to be able to fit a couple of boxes of models in that bag that goes in the passenger hold with me. But the question is, what do I bring? 
Well, I think, because I'm being really space conscious, I can't really bring many titans. So my plan is actually to bring my knight household. It is also one of the complete armies I've got. My Legio Vulcanum still is only about 50% painted, so when I brought the tickets I knew I would have to really hit the metal to get it fully painted for the event. My knights are pretty well painted, which is good because the last two months have been filled with exam stress for me. So yeah, I'm taking my knights. I've got a couple of lists pulled up. I went out and brought a new box of Serastus knights, not the Lancers, the other box, and I've converted them up to make a darkly traitorous High King. He's definitely given himself to chaos, got a few symbols and like on him. Nothing overt, just subtle, um, but also clearly he's not very nice. Um, yeah, and I plan on running a faction that's going to be based off the, the House Divine rules. Uh, House Divine are really kind of fun. There's definitely some flavor there. And um, yeah, they've got one or two interesting traits that I think I will use. Overall, the actual rules for knights is fairly limited. But that's part of its charm. I've got the knight tactics cards. I've got quite a lot of other things I can use for them. And a pretty well-rounded collection. I'm really going to try and avoid running my Prefarians, just keeping to a mix of Serastus and Questorus, and even trying again to keep away from as many as just Lancer spam. I'm going to have a lot of fun units out there. Um, yeah, that's it, really. Um, I was hoping to get some more practice games in before I got to the UK with them. Like I say, I was planning on playing my buddy AJ today, but yeah, life happens, and I'm probably not going to get them on the table until I'm in Nottingham. Which is what it is. Um, maybe, if I'm lucky, the first person I'll be playing against is listening to this right now. Um, which will be fun. And you can tell me everything I'm doing wrong, because you've probably played more games of Titanicus than I have recently. Which is absolutely fine. Um, but yeah, so that's my plan for Titanicus. Hoping that my trip and getting some games in at the Goonhammer event and a few gaming clubs that I've got my eye on showing up to, and if there's anyone else out there who we can uh, arrange a sneaky quick game for, yeah, that should reinvigorate my love of the game. So I will come back to Oklahoma early or mid-July or June, mid-June even, and then have about a month and a half before I have to start worrying about school again to really get some podcasts made. Also, you know, get out there, play some games, get down to Texas. I've got pile of people down in Texas who want a game. I know a few people listen to this podcast down there. Would be great to get a summer's game of Titanicus down there and then get up to Tulsa, do something similar. I know there's a store in Arkansas I've been going to recently that I'm going to do a demo game at. So plenty of places I can try and get some fun Titanicus going and then I'll talk about it on this podcast. At least that is the plan right now. So let's see where we're at. And of course, once again, if you feel like you can be any help to my me while I'm in the UK, you want to reach out and meet, help me with the hotel room, help me get to the events, or get to your local gaming club, uh, just shoot me an email at god.engine.cast at gmail.com, or message me through Facebook or anywhere else you see me active. I'm fairly active on the Maximal Fire Facebook or Discord group. It's a really fun community. Okay, with all that said, let's move on to some other things I wanted to talk about. Okay, I want to take a few moments to talk about Battletech, and more correctly, Battletech Alpha Strike. It's a game I've really got into recently. Last September, a friend of mine showed me a couple of miniatures that he'd recently picked up through Catalyst Games' latest Kickstarter, their clan invasion stuff. 
And I was suitably impressed by the miniatures that I went out and brought some myself. And I had a really good time painting them. And because of that, my friends and family brought me a whole pile of Battletech stuff for Christmas. It's fairly cheap compared to Games Workshop stuff. So I've now got quite a collection, a full battle group of tiny little mechs, which I love. Battletech or Mech Warrior was one of those early geeky hobbies of mine. I used to love playing Mech Warrior 1 and 2. Probably really instilled a love of big stompy robots that shows itself through Titanicus now, these days. And I never really got into Battletech, so whenever I sort of dipped my toe in this direction, I was always, always unimpressed by the miniatures and actually by the core Battletech rules. Core Battletech, obviously, is similar to Titanicus, but it's not quite there. The game plays a lot longer. It is an incredibly in-depth and crunchy game where you're tracking damage to individual locations of the Titan, like we do in Titanicus, but to a really... It ratches it up 300 times more. And, yeah, it's just something that didn't drag me in. Not like Titanicus did. Titanicus is a little bit punchier, and I enjoyed it. But Alpha Strike, yeah, so I've had these models painted up. And I was up there in Arkansas, up with my friends in Arkansas, having painted a few of them, and we sat down and played a game of Alpha Strike. And it was really good. Game played about half the time a game of Titanicus played. And it gave me a really solid feeling like I was playing a game of Titanicus. On my little card, I was tracking individual damage. I was monitoring my heat levels. I was trying to hide from the opponent. I was doing all the maneuvering that I like. And a lot of the same thought process that I used when playing Titanicus were coming up in this game of Alpha Strike. And it's a little bit more dumbed down. I'm not going to say it isn't. It's probably closer to Epic than it is Titanicus in some ways, especially when my buddy breaks out all his tanks and infantry, which is fun to see but yeah plays really well um very impressed and one thing that really has me whirring thought processing and it's something i was thinking about before but this has now really got me thinking about it is that i'm growing less and less happy with damage in titanicus it's far too easy to just take out an enemy's titan especially in bigger games before they've had a chance to do anything Battletech and Alpha Strike especially gets around that problem by not resolving damage until the end of the turn, in the end phase. And I really want to play a game of Titanicus doing that. Like, you resolve all damage, but you never roll the, oh, my mech's destroyed until the end of the game. So what you'd end up doing is at the start of the shooting phase or even the movement phase, you've got first fire weapons. When it's your turn to activate your Titan, you do it in two steps. The first step is you declare who's shooting where. Once every Titan's had all the declarations of fire and declarations of movement made, you then resolve all the movement and attacks. Once you've done that, at the end of that phase, you then resolve damage. So that means even if your Titan gets targeted by everything on the table, it will still get one action in that phase. It will still get to shoot, it may get to move and then die, but it's still going to take damage. And I think that's probably a really good thing. The little bit more interaction, the ability to play with your toys that little bit longer before it's moved from the table, makes the game feel a bit more real-life-ish. Like, even if everything's shooting at you, before you go down, you're going to get a few shots off. Now, obviously, there are plenty of rules interactions this is going to run into problems with. There are quite a few warlord traits that allow you to do stuff when you roll on the critical table, 
and there are mana pull traits that allow you to do things when certain things happen when titans are destroyed, I get that. The game isn't built for that rules interaction. But I think at a very basic level, it'd be just fun to see how Titanicus played like that. And maybe it's something that's being thought of in Games Workshop. This is a system they have obviously used in Apocalypse that was released after Titanicus. So maybe it's gelling around as an idea that we'll see appearing in other games. It's not unique to Alpha Strike. I think Battletech uses it in sort of plenty of other games. I mean, like I said, Apocalypse does. But yeah, it's the first time I've really used it. And using it in a game that already reminded me of Titanicus has made me go, huh, that'd be kind of fun to try out. That said, I think the biggest thing that Alpha Strike has done, and it's the reason I've really brought it up in today's podcast, as it is quite a change from where I've been, is that I now really want to see Epic. Now I've played a game with combined arms at this level and seen how it works. Yeah. I think we could introduce a new version of Epic to the Titanicus game and still have my stompy robots with their personality we have now. I know this is, for most of you listening to this, or a good portion of you anyway, nothing new. You've probably been yelling at me every time I've talked about not wanting to see Epic because I wanted to keep Titanicus Titanicus. But no, I can see it now. Alpha Strike is much more of a game closer to Epic than it is Titanicus. And there's an itch that I really want to play some Epic now. To a point where I've started statting out my Knights and Titans in Alpha Strike, along with some 3D printed Lehman Russes a friend gave me a while ago. I'm going, huh, I could put together an Alpha Strike with list if I customize some rules, and it's not too hard to do. I've got some ideas, calling a Battle Cannon an AC-10 and sort of scaling from there. It seems to work okay. And that's probably something I'll end up doing in the summer. I'm able to cleave out time from the giant piles of stuff I'm pushing off for the summer. I've got to paint huge portions of my house, so yeah, things are what they are. But yeah, anyway, I wanted to ramble about Alpha Strike and how it's made me change my appreciation for the future of Titanicus. Hope we see some new rules, and I kind of hope we see Epic. I think I'd rather see Epic now than um, Orc Titans, which people knowing me well know that's a fairly significant change in thoughts. Though I'd still really like to get my hands on a plastic stomper. I mean, I've seen some people making some outstanding conversions recently. And I'm really tempted to go and make my own. But right now, I'm going to wait for Games Workshop to do it. Because maybe, well, I'm sure one day we'll have something like that. But okay, let's move on back to Titanicus and just finish up the show. So I think with that, we sort of bring the entire episode to a close. I don't really have anything more to add. I've sort of covered what I'm doing and what my plans for the show are. Obviously, I'm going to be in the UK and uh, looking forward to meeting everyone over there who plays Titanicus. If you are one of those people, I'm looking forward to meeting you, even though I don't know who you are yet. Um, It's going to be great meeting those people I meet at the Goonhammer Open. If I can make it to any other events or even gaming clubs while I'm there, it will be fantastic to see you. As I said, reach out to me, god.engine.cast at gmail.com, or Facebook, or even Discord. I'm very active on the Maximal Fire Discord. Absolutely, absolutely, 110% reach out to me if you're interested in playing games. I want to meet as many people, get re-enthused for the hobby while I'm over there. And likewise, once I'm back in the US, if you are in Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, even Missouri, I suppose, South 
central area of of America, reach out to me. I'm going to try and do something with Titanicus in the summer before school comes back. I don't know what it would look like. I've got some ideas. I know I can get an event center if I need one, but I'm going to travel out. I know I'm going to go to Dallas. I'm going to go up to northern Arkansas and try and get some games that Titanicus played. If you are into the hobby and you've been struggling to find places to play, please reach out to me and we can start trying to at least talk to each other and see if we can get something planned out. Uh, we don't have a good central place to talk, and I think that's not helping the community as a whole come together and start organizing events. But yeah, I think that's all I've got to really say. Um, so, until next time, I wish you all good fortune, and yeah, see you in a month or so. <laughs>